0: Italian job feeling good Tommy boy how are you brother man as always any day north of topsoil honestly is a gift so it is a good day uh, as we record it is Friday afternoon and sirens have been going off uh, so mother nature is telling us that, that she is here and she is a force to be reckoned with which is kind of exciting so this may be a weird podcast At the end of the day, uh, I don't care because I get to spend uh, internet space with somebody that I love to talk about something that I truly hold dear, uh, and that is service. We're going to get into what is service? How do you figure it out in your region? What matters in your region? um, How do you make an impact? How do you ensure that F3 matters wherever it is you plant your shovel flag? Before we do that, uh, I'm going to throw it right back to you because you're my pal. How the heck are you? Are you are you doing yep. good? What's new? What's new in the nation? Tell me all about it.
1: So uh, it's been a rough week, mammon-wise. Real heavy lifting going on this week, and I know you can attest to that. Uh, but I want to give a shout-out, something we don't do very often, but give a shout-out to Bartman. Uh, Bartman out of Carpex. We had just last week uh, had a great conversation with Padre Diaz, and we talked about being an asset and what does it mean to be an asset? And then he sent some patches to both myself and Tommy boy that say, be an asset. It was the highlight of my week to have uh, have someone reach out and, and have something tangible that I can hand to other men and as a reminder to be an asset, which ties in so well with our, our packs uh, that we're talking to this week. So TV, I'm going to toss it back to you. How's your week? And have you been an asset to something or somebody?
0: Yeah. You know what? It's, it, it, it's been a week, uh, here in the Tommy boy household, we've been dealing with some unknown stuff, uh, as it pertains to, to the M, um, and in true F3 fashion, every guy has busted down walls to show up and be present and help out, uh, stuff that I never would have imagined were an option, uh, have have just, presented themselves and so uh long story short we're good we're trying to figure some stuff out uh f3 is working and f3 is present all week long in in the form of guys showing up to do hard things uh, just to make sure the six is not left behind so tommy boy was the six this week tommy boy has been picked up and and i love it which means that the message is is, is uh seeping through the tough skin of, of hard ass guys. Right. So I, that's my favorite. I too got those bags of patches, um, handing them out incrementally to guys who have made a difference and will continue to do so. Um, I saw a video that you shared with me this week. Uh, here, here's me hopping on the subway. Right. Um, and, and a question was posed in that video as a group of F3 men, uh, superseded their fundraising goal uh the guys in jackson and we're going to talk to them in just a moment but the question is this actually you know what let's tease the question let's wait Uh to the end of this podcast and we're going to ask this very important question to any man who throws on a mud gear shirt that says circle f3 on their chest because it's a super important question to ask your reason, uh, to ask to ask yourselves and ask your region. So without further ado, I'm going to bring on three guys from the Jax region. Uh, fellas, welcome to the F3 podcast of Stuff Worth Trying. Um, I'm excited to introduce you. We've got a lot of questions to ask you, but today's focus is being a PAX of service so how do we serve our community what does that even look like how do we determine what the need is um before we get there let's do the thing who eh'd you how long have you been doing f3 and how'd you get your name so in any way shape or form fellas go ahead and tear into it
2: all right um, i'll start um, so i'm septum i was eh'd by throat swab um, <laughs>
0: uh for anyone listening at home this is a adult only podcast <laughs>
2: <laughs> and i was uh i've been in f3 a little over four years um and i got my nickname because i broke my nose about a month before i started f3 hmm. so i uh, got nicknamed septum nice
0: outstanding
2: <laughs> all right round the horn keep it up
3: uh, my name is uh, Michael Messer. Uh, I go by Little Bougie, and that was because of seven <laughs> here. Um, he kind of piggybacked off the name I got from working at the Trinity Rescue Mission where people used to call me Slim Boogie. <laughs> and so he just took it a little bit further and um, called me Little Bougie. So uh, it's just a play off that. And um, I've known Mike and uh, the 3 guys for about a year and a half now.
1: Very cool.
4: And, uh, I'm, uh, my F3 name is check, please. Um, I was, well, I, I moved here about five years ago down the Jacksonville area. Uh, my wife got a job transfer and my real estate agent was in F3, uh, Jacksonville. So we got to talk on, you know, you like he's asking me, do you like to work out, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, sure. No problem. It's like, we got this thing called F3. I had never heard of it before. He's like, why don't you come out to a workout? So sure enough, I show up to a workout. The first, I thought I was in shape, of course, like everyone probably thinks. And I came close to throwing up after the first workout, but I did not because I didn't want a bad nickname. But literally, I was in the middle of the COT at the end, and I 100% thought I was going to throw up. (laughs) But I did not. And they named me, check, please, Um, the PG-rated version of this is um, I got the name because I met my wife um, in a bar and um, let's just say she grabbed me in the man zone area (laughs) and hence check please (laughs) Um, that's how I got my name
0: the man zone area why would you bring your gi joe collection to a bar i don't understand
1: First of all, i that, feel like we missed out on naming fng Manzone area which uh tv
0: tomorrow morning in greensboro fng man zone area i'm going to write I've, it down i've, I've <laughs> added it to my list of 54 fng names so right next to manifold chicken is now man zone area so we're good we're good well fellas uh I I, I'm a true believer in the fact that nothing happens, uh, without a reason. And when IJ sent me your story, uh, it really, it really stoked a fire in me. Um, and, and and as always, the dude is full of great ideas. And so this is a great idea just to be able to sit down and talk with you fellas. Um, you mentioned Trinity rescue already. So I'd like to just rip off the bandaid and dive into the fact of, tell us about what Trinity Rescue Mission is and how did it start?
2: Okay, so I'll start by just kind of how we got involved with Trinity and then I'll, I'll off to Mike to, you know, go into it because he's much more familiar with it. But, um, so I actually don't know how we got started with Trinity Rescue Mission. It was done before me. I kind of uh, took the lead. We were serving every third Friday of the month uh, breakfast um, at the homeless shelter. And uh, so somebody, you know, didn't want to do it anymore. So they asked, "Who can take this over?" And I volunteered. Um, and then so I challenged the guys to, "Let's do every Friday, you know, let's see if we can get people to every Friday." And then uh, started doing that, and they got a little bit more involved with it, and then kind of just took off from there. But I'll let Mike, you know, go more into what it is. Yeah. Was. So uh,
3: tree rescue mission started back in the early 60s uh, 1963 and the issues in jacksonville at the time were um, just where we're located in florida it was the first stop of all the 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 train tracks and so guys would be hopping freight trains because they heard there was work down in florida and the first place they come to is jacksonville and everybody hops off the train to find work And what ended up happening was there wasn't enough work to support the people, the transients that were coming, um, looking for work. And so it kind of created just kind of the first, um, pretty big homeless community in Jacksonville. And, um, at the time, you know, drugs were nowhere, uh, to where they are today. So the main thing was alcohol that was being abused. And, um, uh, we were, we were seeing a lot of, uh, guys struggling with alcohol um people who just didn't have work they were kind of down on their luck and um uh, a church called trinity baptist church decided hey we need to do something more for the community we need to we need to start a soup kitchen and uh a little old lady named uh miss willinger she uh she said i'll not only will i help open this place i'll live there and I'll, i'll run it and um She opened up the doors in 1963 and she just went to work on on these guys. And um, we actually opened up in in the La Villa neighborhood of of Jacksonville, which if you read anything about Jacksonville, La Villa in the 60s was, it was the wildest part of Jacksonville. It was was the main place that shootings were happening, um, lots of prostitution, um, lots of just bad things. People were impoverished, a very poor neighborhood. And uh, we decided to set up shop. I say we. I wasn't even thought of them, but um, Trinity opened their doors, and they really started serving um, the homeless in Jacksonville.
0: And over yeah. the years, S- side note: Little Bougie is 87 years old. So yeah. <laughs> just, just so we all, just so we're all on the same page. Yes.
3: <laughs> yep. Uh, so you know, as the years went on, um, the issues in Jacksonville uh, progressed um drugs came into the scene in the 80s uh with cocaine and cocaine turned into smoking cocaine and um we hear about the the, the crack epidemic and um and all of a sudden all the, the issues in the homeless community grew by a lot and so um we decided to turn into a full-blown rescue mission that, that specialized in addiction recovery um and fast forward to 2005 we were really starting to see a lot of women and children um, on the streets as well. And in 2005, we broke ground on our women and children's center and we opened a, um, a rescue mission for women and children as well, which is on the same property as the men's side, but it's a, it's a separate, separate um, building. And so um, present day, we're just operating as a, a first, a rescue mission, a homeless shelter, helping people get off the streets for the night. But we try to convince people, hey, come off the streets and get into our program and and get your start rebuilding your life. Start adding uh, good behaviors back into your life. Um, Become sober minded. Um, Start practicing things that will lead to uh, a successful future. And uh, we get guys into a program and then we uh, we get them working again. We get them to and from work. We help them save their money. And we try to, at the end of the road, the goal is to get a guy to buy a car and to have first and last month rent ready so he can get a place. So that's pretty much tree Rescue Mission in a nutshell. It's, it's, it's pretty intricate, but that's just kind of the overhead
0: So you're, Bougie, if I'm not mistaken, you're, you're reminding people Right, started with men and expanded to women and children. You're reminding them that they matter, right? You're you're Absolutely. you're you're tapping them back into their purpose. Uh, for anybody who's been through Grow Rock or who has read Q Source, we're talking about getting right, um, and you're providing a vehicle in which guys can. I would I would say I'm going to use my words, and if, please correct me. You're reminding them that they matter, and you're reminding them that it is their role in this tribe to get right in order to live right. And then from there, you know, they get to write their story. Am I understanding that correctly? Get right in order to live right. And from there, it's up to you Uh, with support, right? Obviously with support. Um, But am I understanding what you're doing correctly?
3: Yeah. And what you just said, we have a saying at the mission that says, do the next right thing. And, uh, and it's, we all know the next right thing is every man knows what the next right thing is. We know what the wrong thing is. And uh, a lot of the times when you see a guy get stuck in the cycle of addiction or, um, just making bad decisions, it's, um, they're, they're repeating the same bad decision over and over. We're trying to get you to repeat the, the next right decision over and over and over. And then the next thing you know, you just, you're doing the right thing all the time.
0: Yeah, I would say that anybody who has dealt with addiction or, or knows it intimately, right, through a family member or a friend, the, the addiction, well, I, let me go out on a limb. The addict is a master liar, right? It, it, in F3 terms, the gesture will tell us whatever it is we think we want to hear. Um, the addiction is not the problem. The addiction is the answer for the real problem that the addict is struggling through. And it yeah. takes it takes an outside force t- to, to show them that here's the real problem. The real problem is, you know, s- self-image or or uh, finances or feeling like you're less of a man than you really are kind of thing. And the addiction provides that release or the answer to the real problem. So I love that you guys are uh, like smash mouth head on uh facing that problem. Uh IJ, I've said enough, dude. What do you got? Yeah, man. So uh check please, I've got a question specifically for you. I
1: know that the the guys in Jacks are very involved in different things going on at the Trinity Rescue Mission. Started with breakfast every third Friday. Transition to breakfast every Thursday. Uh but tell me about the farm. What is the farm and what have the Jacksonville packs done with the farm? And, you know, just walk us through that because I see it on social media. I see some of the videos. I get pretty excited when I think about it, but help the guys around the nation know what is the farm and what do the Jacks Packs do with men at the farm? So do you want
4: to just say a little bit like how people get to the farm? Yeah. That might say a little bit how, you know, how they get to the farm and then I can... Because it's
2: part of their program.
4: So, (laughs) yeah.
3: Okay. I should have mentioned that while the rescue mission um started in the, in the 60s in the 70s we actually donated 60 acres in st john's county florida um if you know anything about st john's county florida it's the fastest growing um part of north florida and so it's this kind of like oasis and we own 60 acres of just this um it's just an awesome place um and what we do is if if guys are proving down at the rescue mission in downtown jacksonville that they have leadership qualities um that they're taking their program serious um they want to be a leader they want they want to do the right thing they want more out of life what we do is we take that group of guys and send them out to st john's county and they go to uh, a place called the farm and it's just a more in-depth program and it's uh It's a place where guys can get away from downtown Jacksonville. You guys are talking about the sirens. Y'all are hearing it's sirens all day long, downtown Jacksonville. People are getting into car accidents in front of our building. There's people fighting outside. There's prostitution outside. It's, it's a mess. And what we do is we tell these guys, if if you really want to get it right, we need to get you out to where you can get some peace and tranquility. And we take them out to the farm. And every time we send guys out to the farm, Like right now we have 30 guys out there that that we get the best result out of the guys when they go to out there and they
2: get plugged into that environment. And let me just add a little something too, because so when we, when I started taking over leadership at the mission to serve, my intent was to get, to kind of use F3 to reach these guys. And then I quickly realized that people off the street, they just cannot, it's just not even possible to try to do workouts or anything like that. So we, we turned that into more service. The farm was the next layer that, okay, these guys are being rehabilitated. They're, they're probably in better shape. So um, I thought of the idea, kind of handed it to check. We said, Hey, run with this. So he ran with it. And then, um, then we realized that, you know, even rehabilitated people might not be, we, we tried to do workouts out there. We turned it into an AO. And uh, then we realized after about five or six workouts, we were having guys come out from all different AOs um, to lead a workout. And we were kind of running them into the ground to the point where they didn't want to um, come out anymore. Uh, so then we then check please to transition more to um, fellowship and really getting to know these guys. So I will like him to talk more about.
0: Yeah,
4: so so the farm i let me I ask really, a real question
0: uh, check please i don't i don't want to disrupt you but i think it i, I hope it sets you up for a, a an answer um when we talk about stuff we're trying and and the guys that we dial into these things uh septum why did you choose check please to initiate the growth of f3's involvement in the farm does that make sense like what uh, I, out of all the I, guys that you have
2: i, I, I was I, I couldn't handle it and he showed interest and he ran with it you know so it, it really just amounted to I, th- I think one one day I,
4: I came down to the mission to serve breakfast for kind of the first right. time and it kind of just hit home which what we what you had talked about earlier like what's your worth like what I started asking myself what what am I doing like what I'm part of F3 a workout group but there's got to be more than just working out for 45 minutes. And then I go home, like, what, what can I do to be more involved? is kind of what I was asking myself, which everyone in F3 should be asking themselves. So I went down the mission one day and I was like, I, it opened my eyes. Like, Oh my God, there's a huge need of people in our area that need food, need shelter, need fellowship, need X, Y, and Z. Right. So then the farm came about. And the farm is kind of on my, down to on my end of town.
2: So proximity. So a so it, was, it was
4: kind of a proximity thing. So I was like, yeah. I showed interest of like, yeah, I want to get involved. So what can you do? Well, here's the farm. It's kind of close in proximity. Why don't you kind of head that up a little bit? Yeah. So
2: And he was really taken to like, you know, serving, but definitely a better fit. And I couldn't get down there on Saturdays. I mean, not every Saturday, you know?
4: Yeah. So the farm, we, we like, like uh, something said, we tried to, start off with a workout because we're all gung-ho you know like, f3 we're going to take it to f3 and everyone's going to want to work
2: out and these guys are like they all came out I and mean, they yeah. had every guy out there <laughs> and uh and they gave it their all but um it quickly yeah it got ugly <laughs> it was definitely a
4: trial and error because we were just walking into an environment where
2: we didn't know who wanted
4: to do it, if anyone was even going to come. The first day I showed up, I'm like, I don't even know if I'll get anyone out here. They're <laughs> going to be like, who's that free? Why are they even, who are these guys? Why are they here? Yeah. Three, um, how about
0: F you? I'm not working out.
4: <laughs> I mean, we're waking guys up on the bed. They're like, we work hard all week. All we're week, busting yeah. our butt. Saturday morning is the only day we get to sleep. Now you guys are showing up at 9 a.m. and want us to come out and do burpees and push-ups and sit-ups and run around. they thought we were out of our mind. Yeah.
2: So. And you were. And you, you are. are. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. The answer is yes. So I think what we, we learned or what I've learned is that there is a place for F3. I think it's just more on me the, when they are maybe graduating from the farm and getting back to real life and then they, can, they go back into the real world. Wherever they are, there's an AO somewhere. And if we can, you know, guide them to that, then they can have that support group and people that they can, you know, fellowship with. So we're, we're working on it. It's a work in progress. Definitely. Well, and that,
0: Yeah. That leads me to, to the next question then is um, as, as we look at challenging regions across the nation and across the globe, really um, to, to figure out ways to be an asset in their community, what were the signs like how did you know when to when to push and when to resist uh and and when to lay off when it came to building that relationship so not just how did you build the relationship but how did you honor the end game of that relationship
4: i think at the farm like to build a relationship it was just kind of those guys that are out there i think they They just want someone to really be present and to just show up when you say you're going to show up. They're so used to, I think, people writing them off or saying they're going to do X, Y, and Z and don't do it and just go back on the word. They just want someone that's going to show up. Listen to them if you want. If you, if we can just go there and lend an ear, that's worth something. Um, That and that's a lot of times what we do. We just go there and we'll show up and I'll gather a group of guys in the living room and we'll just sit there and just let the conversation go wherever it goes. And I'll be sitting there for two hours and the conversation just flow guys getting stuff off their chests, Usually, you know, goes into, um, not almost a Bible study, but almost a little bit. Cause guys, you know, really get into that at the farm. So, um, it'll almost go into a little bit of Bible
2: study and, and, um, And a lot of like career stuff, like setting them up for, you know, they have questions about whatever, you know, the career they want to go into or, you know, line of work. And, you know, we have resources and people in the community that can, you know, maybe help them. Uh, So I think that there's like a branch there. Um, There's just a lot of things that can come out of it. If we can just get more people involved.
1: I'll tell you what, one of the things that I appreciate the most about what you guys are saying is every region thinks We've got to get this fitness thing going. We've got to get fitness because that's that's the magnet, right? That's what draws guys in. But I love the fact that you pivot. You pivoted away from, you know, maybe that's not the need right now. People forget that F3 has three Fs. And sometimes that second F and that third F are what is needed at the time. Right. So big time shout out for you guys for, for making that pivot, for adjusting away uh, because it's service first. And I hear that from you guys. It's service. And whatever that service looks like, if that's breakfast on a Friday morning, or if it's sitting on the couch and talking for a couple hours, it's serving some folks. So um, I think that I may be speaking, I put the cart before the horse, but it sounds like if you were to give advice to some other regions who want to do this sort of thing, be willing to change course. Uh, right. Maybe it's not a workout right now. Maybe that's in the future. So what kind of advice would you give to a region who says, you know what, we want to serve our community and we'd like to work with the local shelter down the road or maybe a a men's group or folks going through a recovery program. From your experience, what kind of advice would you give those guys um, as they jump into service in their communities?
2: I think my advice would be um, you have a plan in your head of what you want to do that you can pretty much just throw that plan out the window and just go. Just do something. Figure out where there's a need. Try to serve that need, and then just figure it out from there. That's probably my advice.
4: I think for me, I would say just just to do something. Don't just wait for the next guy to do it. Right. And that's a lot of times in F three. You know, we're in the C O T, and guys will be like, "Hey, I think we should do this. I think we should do that." And it's like, "Okay, yeah, we'll do that." It's like if you want something to get done right, and you bring up, you bring it up, you're the guy to start it. That's how things get started. You can't yep. F3 isn't a bunch of followers, right? We're, we need to be a bunch of leaders. And if you come up with an idea, you gotta, you gotta be ready to take it, take it run with it and try and get other guys behind you to help you along. And exactly like Septim says, really be, be willing to change and not just be hard headed and be like, this is the way we're going to do it. And blah. blah, blah. we, you need to listen to your audience and,
2: and uh, be able to pivot and give them what they need. Right? Um, it's like you in a workout, you know, if, if something's not going right or it didn't go to your plan, you, you switch what you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, and, and take it in a new direction.
0: Yeah. It's, it's funny. And Italian job and I have talked about this before, you know, it's the phrase uh, and check please, You kind of hit on it. Like, don't should on yourself. Um, it's a big thing in, in, in the Tommy boy household is don't should on yourself or others. Um, I should do this. I should do that. I should do more pushups. I should, you know, be able to, to crush the Murph. Don't, don't shoot on yourself. Go and do it. Develop the plan and surround yourself with men uh, and people that will help you accomplish that goal, because uh, right. that matters. That will make a difference.
2: And be um, willing. to Fail, I think, is a big thing too. People don't want to fail, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and I think of my my dear friend Bono. Right, failure is a fancy word for learning. So as you go into it and you think that you're failing at something, then adapt. Um, what, what's not going wrong? Right ha- how do I make it happen so that we can pivot and, and learn and move forward?
1: Failure is part of the process. It is a waypoint, not the end point. You cannot allow <laughs> failure to be the end all be all. Fail, get up. You just learned a way not to do it. Do it again until you figure this thing out. Failure is part of the process. It's learning. It's developing it's, that is the process. You will fail. If you haven't failed yet, guess what you will. And, uh, and hopefully you learn from it and you move on it. Um, little bougie. I, uh, I heard you say something in a video. I know the men in Jacksonville had a seesaw. Um, this seesaw is, is a pretty, pretty cool thing. It's on the beach. It's running, rucking, biking, whatever it is, but it's long and it's hard. But at the end of the day, they presented a check to the training rescue mission of $12,000 check. And you said something in there that uh, resonated. There's a lot of the rescue missions around Jacksonville have budgets, big budgets. And you guys have a much smaller budget. So can you tell the guys who are listening now you know, what those numbers look like? And then secondarily, how can the listeners of the Stuff Worth Trying podcast, how can they support the mission um, that you guys have going at Trinity.
3: Yeah. Um, I appreciate you asking that, that question. Um, and just kind of to tell everybody who's listening, just we're the, we're the third largest provider for homeless in Jacksonville, and we're a pretty big operation. Um, we take up a whole city block of downtown Jacksonville, you know, own 60 acres and, uh, with a Freedom Farm out in St. Johns County. Um, and we do all of that on a $1.8 million budget. And, um, just to like, kind of give you reference, there's another rescue mission down the road from us, which is pretty much the same size and they operate off like an $8 million budget. So, um, Trinity definitely knows how to stretch a dollar and to, to make every cent count. And, um, it, it, and this is what and so I'm the director of development at the rescue mission so my whole job is to raise money and to bring in business to, uh, businesses to collaborate with us and to work with us and what I tell people is you know we all subscribe to something we subscribe to Netflix we subscribe to you know think about all the things that we pay monthly for um, just that they kind of just give us entertainment and life. And I just try to tell people, try to subscribe to things that have a, a generational effect, um, for, a positive effect. And you can subscribe to Trinity. You can subscribe to any rescue mission, wherever you're from. And you can give monthly. And I'll tell you this right now, the people who keep our doors open, it's not the, the really rich millionaire that lives on the beach. It's the, it's the little old lady who gives us $50 a month. And, um, and, you know, I had to challenge myself. I have to give monthly if I want people to give monthly and I have to subscribe to what I'm preaching. And um, it's the, it's the people who give to us monthly that really keep our doors open and help us um, survive. Um, So, I mean, that, that's one way to, to help us out. Um, Another thing is uh, you know, what these guys in F3 do, they come down and they are just available to the guys. Um, they make themselves available for friendship. And you wouldn't believe how lonely um, these guys are when they come into the program. They have nothing. And um, these guys show up on Fridays. And it's funny because when I, I, I roll in the work and they're already gone, and everybody's talking about, man, the F3 guys were here this morning. And they don't ever do that with any other volunteer group. And it's because these guys show up and they make themselves available to actually create a friendship. And that friendship is not only just a positive thing in this guy's life, it's accountability. It's accountability. I want to be here the next time F3 shows up. I'm not going to leave the next time I feel like I'm going to leave. And, uh, and, and, you know, what check please has done at the, the farm is just showing up and, and, he shows up when he says he's going to show up and these guys it's consistent and it's it's a positive consistent thing in someone's life and that we all need that to be successful and um so so that's how these guys are helping us and whether you're in greensboro or charlotte or wherever you can show up somewhere and be be a positive influence on somebody's life um so yeah that's um hopefully that answered your question
0: man. <laughs> absolutely.
1: Is, is there a website we can put in the show notes uh, for the podcast? Yeah. Maybe a, a place where guys can donate?
3: Yes, absolutely. So our website is uh, www.trinityrescue.org. And um, we've actually set up the website to where you can give as soon as you open up the website. So it's pretty easy to, to give online. If you want to give a donation, it's, it's much appreciated. And like I said earlier, we will we will take your dollar and stretch it as far as it'll go, and we'll put it to good use. Um, and it's not only going to helping men; it's going to helping women and children too. And um, man, it's one thing to see a hurting guy, and you can you know just kind of help him up off the sidewalk and get him inside, give him a cup of coffee, maybe you know just give him some encouraging words. But when you see that woman and child show up, you just want to stop everything yeah. and. Uh, you know the, the day of the crack, and you know one of the things that that, um, that was said was well, it was a really cold day that this race they put on. I mean, it was freezing, and, that it, and it was raining. Everybody was miserable. Um, it just proved how psycho all the F3 guys are, and because they're loving it and and they're joking around. But what somebody it, it was said that you know tonight there's gonna be women and children sleeping in this weather outside. And it just kind of puts things into perspective that we all get to go home to a warm bed at the end of the day, you know, go sit with your wife or whatever. You know, there's some people who are just trying to figure out, man. Hopefully, I can sleep under this bridge, or I won't get kicked out of this this underpass. And um, so, you know, when you give the tree rescue, you're helping people just get their basic needs of just getting a roof over their head, Um, getting a a, a meal, maybe they haven't eaten in a couple days. So. Um, anything that you give, we're gonna make sure it goes to um, the right place, and it's not misused, and um, that the dollar's gonna go right towards the people. Yeah.
0: septum check, please. Like I, man, who's cutting onions? Like this is just <laughs> phenomenal, right? I, I think about, and I hope that anybody who listens to this is envisioning an AO uh, where they work out and there are people in need that are nearby. Uh, for me, I think about, uh, our Friday Uptown funk, which is across the street from a public library. And generally the, the canopy outside of the library is what shelters people who are experiencing homelessness from the rain, from the elements. Um, and that sucks. Like it just sucks that anybody is living that way. Um, I was out at at the Lowe's home store today and a woman stopped me just asking, you know, I don't want your money. Can you help me buy food for me and my daughter? And I don't say that to be like, you know, unfortunately, there's a racket out there, too. But um, she was in need and so we went and we got some bananas and we talked about potassium and she used to run track in high school it turns out and that was her favorite thing right before before a meet and you know bougie you said it people just want to go to bed at night knowing that they have been seen and or heard and that they made a difference um and in every community across f3 there are people that just demand and rightfully so to be heard and seen um so i love that you're doing that like what a basic and yet pivotal and incremental thing that we can do to impact our communities um this is an off-the-cuff question and you've you've answered it a little bit but i'd like to drill down really quickly deeply before we kind of segue out but as somebody who straddles the line of F3 and and a nonprofit that is benefiting from the involvement of F3, what about that partnership? Would you say um, you could pull a couple of nuggets across the, the globe again, where guys are like, well, we don't have a homeless problem or we don't have this problem or whatever, but as a nonprofit director of development who also knows what F3 is about, how do you how do you um optimize that relationship does that make sense
3: like how do, how do i get the best out of
0: after yeah the- how do, how do you the director a- and also how does f3 as a region find guys like you like find organizations rather like you uh, I, I, I'm a former director of development for the American Heart Association. So okay. fitness and heart and that sort of thing, that mattered, right? So that was a, an easier connection uh, per se, because we could tap into the first F all day long. Um, yeah. But as somebody who operates outside of the, the, the three Fs, again, per se, uh, and IJ said it best is, you know, you guys exist in our face. So how do we support you and be high impact with an or with how do we find you because we know we're called to make a difference F3 is free we don't own it which means we have to pay it back in our actions mm-hmm. so how do we find men like you people like you who are operating in an organization that are just trying to have an impact in the community
3: yeah well you know it's funny cuz F3 found us and um, it's it's funny because when the pandemic happened um we had the 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 city of jacksonville put out this big ordinance saying that none of the shelters can take volunteers anymore because Mm -hmm. we're going to close down and we're going to try to keep everybody distance and all this well somebody said well what about f3 and i said well f3 they aren't volunteers that's family Mm
4: -hmm.
3: like they can they can keep coming and and hopefully this answers your question. Is F three is we don't view them as volunteers. We we view them as they're a part of our team. Um, they they provide a service to us that is it's it's needed. It's it's we're desperate for it. And um, they've passed that point of being a volunteer. They've actually joined the. They're a part of the, the co op. And um, so. I would say for guys who are not in Jacksonville or maybe live in, you know, other places is show up to somewhere that, that you're going to volunteer and go above and beyond. And, and you'll, they'll never, they'll never get rid of you. They'll always want you coming back. And, um, I can say this now, it's like anytime a guy from F3 wants to come down, it's I'll stop everything I'm doing because I know he's coming down. He's, he's a motivated individual um he's gonna show up when he says he's gonna show up um he normally has a good idea he's gung-ho and so be that kind of person when you show up and um which all the f3 guys i've met are like that um and i mean that's how you make an impact on your community it's just uh, it's kind of like what chad please it's just consistency yeah. just, you know. i
2: remember when we got out of the farm uh, barry who runs the farm he actually lives on the property and like ministers to all these guys. He was very hesitant uh, when we started talking to him about um, helping out because he's he's you know skeptical. Of, for, he didn't know what F3 was, you know, Mike knew, um, but he didn't know. And then once he realized who we were and that we weren't there to, you know, for any particular agenda, right. just to help. And he was all in, you know, and now anytime we call him, he's like, yeah, whatever, we're doing it, you know, so.
3: Yeah, and being like a in, in nonprofit, and you you know this, people show up all the time wanting to help out, and then you never hear from them again. Right. Yeah. And he was skeptical because that's just what he's been – people are like, oh, we want to help out. Everybody says they want to help out. And then you might see that person again. These guys show up every every week at the same time. So it's it's consistent, and it's um, we don't view them – as just a regular volunteer, they're they're there and they're consistent. They show up. And uh, that's what we're looking for. And, and and that's just in my life. I know that I've just taken it from just getting to know Michael and I know him pretty well. And it's 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 uh it's a I good. wanna be like that. Like I wanna I wanna change things in my life. I wanna be consistent. I wanna just because I work at a nonprofit doesn't mean I I'm doing everything I can do. I can do more um sure. you know it's i want to be consistent i want to show up for people when i say i'm going to show
0: up let me do this and, and ij and I, I don't mean to step on your toes but i i it, it's interesting because i think of you in this role uh so here's here's my random connection um italian job is a guy who gives it more than he gains from f3 and uh shut up because i'm just going to brag on you my friend but um <laughs> Uh, constantly I see him spew forth way more uh, for other men than he gains at a 45 minute workout or an hour workout on a weekend. And so septum and check, please. I'm going to ask you this. uh, Why do you do what you do? Like why Trinity, not per se Trinity, but F3, again, F3 is free. We don't pay for it, which means we don't own it. So what drew you to find trinity and then pour into it because and, and here's my purpose for asking that question obviously you love it I, i'm inspired i wish i could i have a trinity in, in my community um but what particularly do you gain from using uh bougie's quote of showing up but also for the men who are looking for stuff worth trying what why show up and then, what does that why give back to the to the tribe of your region of F three? Does it? Am I saying that enough to give you an answer?
2: Well, I think for me, I mean, I just always um, have been, you know, I guess a servant, you know, just a servant's heart, um, and never really did anything with it. You know, like I always wanted to serve at a, a mission or serve food, just never did it. So when the opportunity presented itself to kind of take it on, um, and then I actually got to do it, it just kind of yeah I don't know, did something to make me want to do more. And then when I learned more about their mission, uh, more about just serving food to people, but actually you know rehabilitating people and giving them multiple opportunities to get off the street, you know, because a lot of the times it's not the first try, it might not even be the tenth try, um, but always be in there to to, you know, try to rehabilitate these people and get them to where they can get off the street and be live a normal life. You know, Uh, that mission and then also, you know, the faith based part of, um, you know, saving uh, people that kind of took it to the next level where I was like, these guys, they they figured it out, you know, where a lot of places they might just feed homeless people and send them back on their way. I don't know. I don't know what the other shelters are doing, but I know that they're Trinity, they are doing what they can to, uh, to save
0: people. Check, please. How about you? I, I, I mean, I know we talked about your specific connection to uh, the workout portion, but like, like why uh, here, here's, I guess what I'm driving at service toes, the line or dances within every one of the three F's right. Service could be showing up and supporting the sick. Service could be showing up and making sure that you're including a guy at a happy hour or a lunch or whatever. Or service could be helping connect a guy to something bigger than himself, right? Fitness fellowship faith. Service permeates all of those zones. Specifically though, like what is service to check please? Like why why do you have the audacity to show up and be present for guys at a workout where where they may or may not want to even participate and, and why is that something worth your time
4: uh, yeah good question it it's 100% worth my time and i would say that to anyone out there listening is to make an effort show up it will be 100% worth your time i honestly get more out of it than like than I can than I can give. Like I I come away with so much more knowledge than than I thought I would, if that makes sense. Like I go in there wanting to listen to guys provide some fellowship, but I come out of there and I'm like, wow, I learned this about them or I learned this about that. Like I it, you just gain so much from it that you didn't think that you would. And the reason I I, I go to the farm and continue to go every week is because First, I gave the guys word that I would come every week, and that's what Barry and Mission wants, is they want people to show up and be, be accountable. That's one. Two, is I want to be a leader in my community, which is F, you know part of the F3. And three, I have a 10-year-old daughter, and I want to be a leader for her to show that, you know what, you just can't float throughout life and let people do things for you or you know, just live off this and that and the other. You, you need to, like, make things happen. You need to be a leader. You need to show effort. You need to have uh, kindness towards others. You need to help others. So I want to be a good example for my daughter to show that, you know, when she gets older, this is something she can do. This is – she can go help at rescue missions. She can, uh, you know, start her own food drive, her own clothing drive, you, you know, just whatever. And that's really – a big driver of my thing is trying to be a leader for my daughter and probably all F three guys can then say the same thing. You want to be a leader for your kids. Right? So on Saturdays, you know, my daughter wakes up and she's like, Hey, you going to the farm today? Like she's already had it in her head, which is really what makes, what puts a smile on my face is that I know that she is understanding what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. And even though that might take away some time from her directly, it's okay she understands that you need to go to the farm and be involved in these guys lives and she's gone once I brought her to work out and just to see who you know what it was all about and I um she has to go back all the time actually because she remember the guys taking her to lake and they fed the ducks with bread and uh etc etc but it's really just want to be a leader for her
1: uh, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you guys, one, spending some time with us to share this with the nation, but two, the impact that you're having in that community is huge. Um, it's been said leadership doesn't happen in a day, it happens daily. And I can, it permeates from the three of you guys sitting at that table. That leadership of that service minded leadership of it matters more. To that guy, I'm here for that guy. And the amount of that you're being fed from that, just you have the right mindset. So many people go into these with, I'm going to save the world. I'm going to do this and this. You guys are going in with a completely different mindset. I just want to be there. I just want to show up. What happens, happens. And you're being fed as much as the men and women and children that you are associated with, as, as they are being fed. And sometimes you're being. Said more and uh and it's a it's a tough thing to understand if you've never been there done that so i am honored to spend some time with you men uh thank you so much tommy boy um i think you've got a challenge worth trying and uh and it comes right from the words uh from what one man at the end of the table what little bougie said um just a couple months ago so tommy boy i'll toss it back to you uh, but, men, thank you so much for sharing your time this evening with us and with the nation. Really appreciate it. Can't wait to meet you guys.
2: Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having us. And uh, come down for the crack and get a patch for your hat.
1: Wait, I've got, I've got to come There's back a for patch. real
2: There's
0: a patch. <laughs> <laughs> it's a I was there for the first one.
1: I'll, I'll be back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, man, I, I can say a million things, but I'm just going to say one. Your your video piece about presenting the check to the Trinity really resonated with my heart. Uh, And and it bleeds into this week's challenge we're trying. Um, We've talked about being of service to our community. And that can mean a million different things, because ideally we're going to be in a million different communities. And we're heading in that direction, fellas. So for our podcast listeners, the question is this. If, if F3 were to disappear tomorrow in your region, would anybody notice? I'm going to repeat that because it's heavy. If F3 blank, Greensboro, Jacksonville, Rock Hill, Charlotte, name your region. If F3 in that region were to disappear tomorrow, would anybody even know outside of f3 so we've just heard from three high impact men that are ensuring that they're showing up they're being present they're loving on strangers to remind them that their heartbeats matter every day if they were to disappear in jacksonville lots of people would notice so the challenge we're trying this week is to I don't care if you're Nantan or if you've just shown up to an F3 workout and today was your FNG day. How do you ensure that F3 in your region is missed if, which it will not be, but if it disappeared tomorrow. So that's the challenge. Uh, Make a mark, live up to your mark and show people what it means to have a uh, uh, to have a fellowship and leadership and servant heart so there we go gentlemen and jacks man i love you guys that was phenomenal uh i'm so inspired because there's some things here in my region that needed that flame to be uh to be invigorated so thank you uh italian job um you know, sometimes I just want to punch you because you're just a great guy, and you're so great. You know, you just need a throat punch. But uh, at the end of the day, how lucky are we to quote Hello Kitty? How lucky are we to have this relationship with all of us? The, the you know the 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 five of us here just chopping it up and inspiring other guys to do great things. So keep up the great work. Uh, I'm glad none of us were swept away with tornadoes. And if a grown man hasn't told you yet today, F3 Nation, I love you. Now be good or be good at it.